You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We are talking Minnesota Twins baseball with Twins reporter Rhett Bollinger. I'm Matt Wehmeyer, and thanks for joining us. And Rhett, thank you for joining me. Uh, the winter meetings are in the rearview mirror. The Rule 5 draft also has uh, come to a close. Uh, the Twins didn't make a whole lot of, lot of headlines down in Nashville. Not a lot of transactions during their four days actually at the winter meetings. But what does Terry Ryan and crew feel that they accomplished in their time down there? Well, like you said, it was kind of a slow winter meeting since the Twins. Twins didn't really make any moves there. A couple of minor league signings. Um, I think the biggest thing with Terry Ryan, though, at least he's able to talk to a lot of clubs in person about their needs, see if they can match up, and also meet a lot of agents as well. Um, as we know, the Twins are looking for relief help here, especially if it's on the left side. So whether the Twins kind of could find out if they could make a trade partner, which seems a little more likely now maybe than signing somebody just because some of these relief deals, um, you know, have so many multi-year deals, the Twins have never actually signed a player. Uh, to a multi-year relief deal before. We're seeing guys like Tony Sip get three-year deals, that kind of thing. So um, I think for, more than anything, it's just kind of a, a groundwork was kind of laid by the Twins, be able to talk with other clubs, see how they match up. Twins are also kind of looking for maybe a backup outfielder, uh, potentially. So at least they kind of know what's kind of out there. They kind of know what the market's going to be. Um, but as you said, it's kind of the women's themselves. Twins didn't actually really do anything in terms of any signings or anything, but at least they kind of know what it's going to take going forward to improve their bullpen. I know that, uh, you know, with certain teams, when they head down to the winter meetings, it's almost like, you know, they feel compelled to do something big, make a big splash, whether it's because uh, they're coming off a difficult 2015 season or for some other reasons. But what what was the Twins' agenda going into Nashville? I mean, did they kind of say to themselves, you know what, if something presents itself, we're certainly going to explore it? Or did they almost come back feeling a little disappointed that they didn't do more uh, during their time down there? I think it's a little bit of both. I think the Twins kind of knew going into it they weren't going to really make any you know, big splashes. Um, last year, kind of on characteristic, they did, signing Irvin Santana to his $55 million deal uh, during the winter meetings. They also traded Ben Revere during the winter meetings a couple of years ago. But in general, the Twins were never really too active during the winter meetings as it is. Um, but at the same time, I think Terry Ryan would have liked to have come back with a reliever, whether it was a trade or a signing. It just didn't happen. So I think there was a little bit of disappointment in that sense. But at the same time, if you look at the free agent market right now, too, um, it's kind of uncharacteristic where there's just a lot of guys still out there, especially relievers right now. So it's not like the market's dried up or anything. There's still a lot of talent out there. Usually kind of by this time, it's starting to kind of dwindle a little bit. Um, guys kind of holding on maybe for more money, maybe sign deals in January. But, if, but, you know, this year, for whatever reason, it seems like guys really haven't kind of dominoes haven't really started to fall too much yet. So at least there's still some talent out there. Like I said before, I think right now a trade might be the most likely uh, scenario for the Twins to, to add a, um, a relief pitcher. So at least they kind of got something done in terms of talking with some of these teams and talking with some of these agents. But um, at the same time, Terry Ryan did say in the last day of the winter meetings that he was a little bit disappointed that he came away with nothing. Yeah, and uh, prior to the winter meetings, at least, the Twins uh, did make a splash. Uh, they signed Byung-Ho Park. They put forth the winning posting bid uh, for the Korean slugger, and then they negotiated the contract to get him officially uh, to Minnesota. How surprising was it that the Twins were the team that put forth that, that winning bid? Had you heard whispers leading up to it that they were going to seriously pursue Byung-Ho Park? And then, and then once that happened, uh, you know, were you surprised how, quick, how quickly negotiations came together? I think more than anything, I was surprised at the initial uh, 
report that they had won the bid, um, just because it wasn't really a, a match, I didn't think, at first. Just because this team kind of already had uh, some corner infield bats, you know, obviously already have Joe Maurer at first base, Trevor Ploop at third base, but Gelson knows at third base, who knew mostly DH last year. They kind of had those kind of power bats in those, you know, corner there with Sano and Ploof. I didn't think they were going to add a guy that could be an everyday DH, but the Twins got a guy that thought could be a good value. You know, their posting fee was $12 million. His contract for the four years was also roughly $12 million, uh, potentially some, there's an option in there and also some performance and, you know, some performance uh, boosts and everything, depending on how many plate appearances he has. But at the same time, it could be a bargain. You know, if this guy produces the way that, you know, Jungle Kong did last year with the Pirates, um, it could be a bargain for a power bat. At the same time, though, it's going to be tough to see, you know, how he translates, as we talked about before. You know, fastball velocity is much higher here. Um, in terms of getting the deal done, that part didn't surprise me just because, um, you know, Twins only had, there wasn't that much leverage in a sense for Park. If you're the only team that can negotiate with them, it's either, hey, I'm going to sign the Twins and play in the majors or I'm going to go back to Korea. And I think at that point, already been posted, I think he wanted to play in the United States. That's probably why I don't think his contract was a huge contract. I think people probably thought he was going to get a little bit more than that. Um, but once you add in the posting fee, you know, it's a little bit more money there, obviously, for the Twins. Um, but a good fit, after all. I mean, right now we're going to see how Miguel Sano does in the outfield is going to be the big question. But if Snow can handle the outfield, all of a sudden now the Adams have, you know, a big power bat that combined hit over, you know, 100 home runs the last two seasons in Korea. Um, so, he, so he could be right in that lineup, kind of middle-to-order type bat the Twins have been looking for. I just didn't expect it to be him, but now that it is, it should be a good fit for the Twins. You mentioned the big X factor in this uh, entire equation is Miguel Sano. Uh, moving to the outfield in 2016, you know, sometimes moves like these work, and then sometimes it's Hanley Ramirez with the Red Sox in 2015, which was a complete disaster in left field for the Red Sox, one they're still trying to recover from. I don't know about Sano's uh, fielding prowess or lack thereof, but based on what you know about him and about his defensive skills, is this a move that is going to work out for the Twins next year? It's definitely a very interesting one. I mean, this is a guy that's, you know, last year finished the season – you know, almost, you know, 260 pounds. You know, this is a, a big guy, actually about 265 pounds last year in the season. This is a big guy, six foot four. So it's going to be tough to see how he does, uh, you know, in the outfield, running down balls in the gaps. I um, mean, also more than anything, just getting the reads and everything. He's never actually played outfield before. Um, so it's just going to be kind of getting those reps and getting reads off the bat, that kind of stuff. So right now he was playing in, in, in winter ball here in the Dominican Republic, and he decided that, you know, the better to kind of focus on the outfield defense and conditioning. He, was, you know, he already had enough at-bats this season. Uh, he was playing mostly third base in DH for Estrella and realized that it probably made more sense to go out there, work on the outfield stuff, get out of the games, and kind of, you know, just kind of focus on losing that weight this offseason. That's what he's doing now. Um, but the Twins are confident he'll be able to handle it. It's probably more of a short-term thing. I mean, they have loop under contracts for two more years. They still believe Sano can be a capable third baseman in time. Uh, but more than anything, Sano, you know, he missed that one year. He did Tommy John surgery, so he hasn't had that much time at third base in general, even in his young career. So for now, the Twins believe it can happen, and if it does, you know, like I said, it'll be a, you know, a good thing to get Park in there, to get Kluf back in there, to keep Maurer in there, and to know. It's just a matter of you know, how good is he going to be defensively, especially considering last year. One of their big advantages was they finally had a pretty good you know, outfield defense with guys like Rosario, Buxton, Hicks, uh, and now you're going to kind of plug Snow out there. So it could bring that down a little bit, but the Twins still have a pretty young athletic outfield um, outside of Snow. That's going to be the big question mark going into the season is how Miguel Sanel handles outfield. Yeah, if uh, if he does adapt well in 2016, I mean, you're talking about, so like you said, a very dynamic athletic outfield and a lot of thunder in that lineup between him and potentially the young Hope Park. It could lead to uh, 
Some very big things for Paul Molitor and crew in the 2016 season. Great stuff as always from Twins reporter Rhett Bollinger. This is Matt Wehmeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, Minnesota Twins. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.